All right, strap in and get ready. It's episode number 80 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why the power of a supportive group can help you in your divorce. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host, Jason Lavoy. All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 80. I love nice round numbers like 80. We're getting close to 100, everybody. It's going to be a big one when we get to 100. So today's show, though, we are going to talk with Sean Gala. Now, Sean Gala is the founder of mensgroup.com. He's an experienced men's facilitator a community builder, and a serial entrepreneur. He was not only a hockey player, he was a pro DJ, and then he moved to Mexico. You're going to hear all about it. But the point of this episode is that he was disappointed with what he was finding as he went through his life. Poor leadership, a lot of kooky stuff. So he decided to start his own community for men uh, who were interested in personal development and discussing these topics with other guys. Now, why is this important for all the ladies that are listening? Because it's about the power of groups, being in a supportive group. As part of my divorce coaching, I offer a monthly group membership uh, community, Divorce You. If you don't know it and you're looking for help, check it out. But I'll talk about that more at the end. The point is half of that community is about the community. Uh, It's about being and surrounding yourself with supportive people who are also understanding and dealing with similar issues as to you. Why? Because it matters. Um, And that is the power of groups. And that's why I wanted to have Sean on and talk about it with him. So without further ado, let me present to you Sean Gala. Sean, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on. Hey, stoked to be here, Jason. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm excited about today's topic because it kind of focuses uh, on men and we don't I haven't had the opportunity really to to do a show that's focused really for men, but this is for everybody who's listening, men and women, because mm-hmm. I always say, you know, for the women out there, you want to know what men are thinking. And, you know, for the men out there, you're looking for some support. So we're all in this together, really. Um, but before I jump right into that, give everybody a little bit of flavor about like your background and how you got to this point in your life. Yeah, sure. So my name's Sean. I'm uh, up here in Canada and uh, in Vancouver, Canada, and uh, I uh, feels like a dating profile thus far, hey? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've uh, been running men's groups for about ten years now. I came by it honestly. I never wanted to run men's groups. I just kind of found me, and um, I happened to be. Uh, I came from a great household, but there wasn't a lot of like emotional um, uh, aptitude in the house. A lot of emotional intelligence, so went into life feeling a little bit low on myself. And grew up as an athlete, uh, was a professional DJ for a long time, and no then and then yeah, ended up moving out of Mexico uh, with a woman that I fell in love with, and uh, down there I just found it uh, hard to find people to talk about life with, and so I just ended up um, throwing a bunch of my friends into a Facebook group, which was a new thing at the time, and that you just dated yourself. My... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, and so that was uh, that was my very first uh, men's group that I created. And so what was the catalyst for, for doing that? Like what, why, why did you throw a bunch of people into a Facebook group? 
Yeah, it was because I, I was dealing with some difficult challenges in my relationship, some issues around our communication and, and, and differences we had in the core values and stuff. And then also issues with a really a tough relationship with my father and, uh, and my own, you know, issues with addiction and habits I was trying to break and, and, and things like that. I also just felt really lonely because while living in Mexico at the beach and learning to surf and eating tacos and surfing all day was great. It was like all of a sudden the low season, it was very lonely. So I just didn't have many people to talk to about the real part of life. And I, I grew up in a household that didn't have that. So I always kind of sought it out. Like when I grew up playing hockey, I loved in the locker room after a game, the guys would just talk about life a bit more because they right. just battled together. So I was just always been drawn to that. And, and I lacked it in Mexico and I needed to talk through some stuff. You're going from ice hockey to uh, surfing. That's quite the, uh, quite the end of the spectrums there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's funny too because when I came back to ice hockey, moving back to Canada, I just didn't have that aggression in me. I didn't want to, I didn't want to like fight anymore or hit guys. I was kind of like, hey, let's all chill out and be friends, man. That surf attitude <laughs> stuck around, you know. Let's all share the puck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all just having fun here. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Flag. That's the one thing they didn't have growing up. It's like flag, the equivalent of flag hockey, right? Uh, no, no, it's full contact or nothing for the most part. Yeah. 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 Now, I grew up, uh, I, I've always wanted to play ice. I, I played street and stuff just informally. And, but that was always, a, I was always a hockey kid growing up. Yeah. Uh, but we'll save that for another show. <laughs> so, so you're going through, you know, some struggles. Yep. Which we all do. Right. We all do. But you uh, apparently were more, uh, in a good way, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Tr um, transparent about it, you know, coming with them, wanting to discuss them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, making yourself vulnerable. Right. Um, and, and talking about it with your friends, which is, um, can be, can be hard for especially guys, you know, yeah. um, because oh, yeah. nobody wants to seem like they're having problems or, you know, they feel like you're soft if you talk about the problems and, oh, yeah. um, totally. so, so like how, how did you get to that point where you just felt comfortable doing that and opening up to your, to your guy friends? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't remember a specific time or event when it happened. I just remember after hockey, like I could do that with the guys occasionally. And I like that. And then I found guys that wanted to do that. So I remember early on, I went into being an entrepreneur and did, took on some other personal projects that like, were outside of my field of knowledge. And so I needed to like team up with people. And I found like a crew of guys that were kind of like, you know, all interested in sharing learnings and, and sharing the journey together. So I kind of always just sought that out. I was also always the guy on the hockey team that like, I was the captain of the team typically not because I was the best player or good or the best leader, but because I like brought everybody together. So I just kind of had that in me already. Um, and then, yeah, I just really needed it when I was down in Mexico more than anything. I was just scratching my own itch, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, so what kind of men groups? Because you focus with men, right? That, yeah, obviously. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and there's women groups out there, and so we got men groups this time. So, tell me a little bit about the groups that you run, and and and, and how that all works. Yeah, it's really simple. So, what what I learned when I was like threw together this first men's group is basically just that like guys don't have much opportunity to talk about the stuff that's on their mind. Like just everyday guy stuff, you know, and um, yeah, your, yeah, your camera's having the focus issues too, eh? Mine just. Oh, is it doing it? Yeah, oh. mine just did it too. 
Um, so yeah, and, you know, I, I, I noticed early on that there were these, some of my friends were very successful. Some of them were very popular. Some of them were even, you know, celebrities and stuff and athletes. And like, they all felt the same way that they had nobody to talk to about the stuff that was on their minds or situations they find found themselves in. And it wasn't always touchy feely stuff. It was just normal everyday guy stuff, you know? And so when so for, for people, especially women out there who think they know, but maybe they don't know, let's give a little bit of insight. Like, what do you mean? Like, can you give us some examples of some of the, you know, things that you would bring up? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So, and I like that you jumped in there. That's good. Um, so yeah, it's like, I remember the first meeting I did like in person, I, I started this Facebook group. The guys were all communicating the women that I invited into that group. They didn't need it. They didn't seem to need community as much as the guys did. So eventually just evolved into the men's group. And then so we guys started inviting their friends because they thought it was cool. And then basically they're like, hey, why don't we come down and do a surf trip? And so these guys slept all slept on my couch, basically. Like we had 15 guys sleeping on my living room floor on air mattresses. <laughs> my girlfriend almost broke up with me at the time. And we, we did a surf trip. And, and, um, what, what was fascinating is at the end of the trip, we did it, we sat in a circle and I thought it was going to be more of like a mastermind circle, like talking about business stuff or whatever. And the first guy goes, uh, my wife has had three miscarriages and I have no idea how to support her through it. Wow. I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. And then, so having that go off, I think I got lucky because that guy went first, you know, because that kind of set the tone. Yeah, right. And the next guy says, oh, yeah, yeah. So he gets supported pretty well. Nobody judges him for sharing. He even cries a little bit. Didn't expect that. Then the next guy says, hey, yeah, I have an alcoholic father, which, you know, I've learned to manage pretty well. But now I have my own kids and I'm trying to figure out how much I should allow that alcoholic father in my life because he's done some pretty gnarly things you know, at family events and stuff like that. Wow, Great right. question. Yeah. yeah. Or even just simple stuff like, hey, I'm, I'm fighting with the wife a lot. I'd like to improve that part of myself, like, but I have no idea how. Um, or, hey, how do I, if some things as simple as how do I set boundaries to people? How do I make guy friends? How do I, you know, express my emotions in not such a dramatic way? Right. Even just day-to-day -day work stuff, interactions, run-ins with people, conflicts, a lot of interpersonal stuff. A lot of simple little addictions, like porn, porn addiction is a big one, you know? There's yeah. there seems to not be a man alive who hasn't wrestled with that one, you know. Well, I, don't, I don't know about you, but my my email gets like dumped with uh, porn spam. I I feel like fifty times a day. What sites are you going to, Jason? Right, right. Yeah. You know, so and so, <laughs> so and so and so wants to meet me. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> like flattered. <laughs> yeah, I remember my dad used to forward me those emails. He used to be like, I think these are for you. You know, the, the, <laughs> get, like this Russian Russian bride wants to meet you or whatever. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny not to uh, go off on a tangent, but I, I, I was just doing that. I played a joke uh, on my wife the other day. I was, I was just like that. Oh, you know, some Russian girl wants to meet me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got, I got an email from her. She sent it to me. It's a she sends it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to find the humor again, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so right, anyway, I digress. But um, so so addictions, like some heavy stuff you, you were talking about there, like per really personal stuff. Yeah, but it's 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 not that heavy in the way it's presented. It's like it, the guys are just presenting it. This is a challenge I'm facing. You know, it just like it's a very normal challenge. It's like, of course, what guy would know how to support their wife through a bunch of miscarriages? What guy would know how to support, you know, how, how to include like an alcoholic father in, in your raising of your child? What guy would know how to get over a porn addiction when nobody's talking about it? It's like, 
or even just how to stop fighting with your wife or how to save your relationship. It's like, or how to recover from a break. I mean, probably 50% of the people that join men's group are recovering from some sort of divorce or breakup. So yeah, I forgot to mention, but like it's, it, it is heavy, but the way it's presented, it's not the guys are just like, here's something I'm facing. Does anybody have experience with this? And I just thought it was really cool. It was really matter of fact, it wasn't victim-y. And they didn't get masturbatory with the emotional side of it. It was just like, here's here's what's going on. Here's what I'm feeling about it. Yeah, that's cool. Like, that's cool. Yeah. So then what happened? Like, so then you took that, that one, what was it like a one day retreat type of thing? Or It was like, they came down for like four days. And then the last day we kind of had that circle. And so I started doing lots of those. I did the adventure trips. We took guys heli skiing, skydiving, surf trips, you know, wilderness survival. We whitewater rafted down the Grand Canyon. We raced supercars. Oh. to yoga retreats golf trips and stuff and it was it was great because without fail once god shared an experience they would like uh they would as long as i staged the room properly as long as i showed them that it's okay to you're not going to get ridiculed for sharing stuff here then all of a sudden everybody let their guard down everybody would start sharing stuff so let me just ask you a quick question about staging because i i'm glad yeah. you brought that up what do you mean by that like you staged the room properly yeah. So what I learned from that first meeting by happenstance, I saw later on as well, is that if guys saw other guys sharing, I'll call it sensitive stuff or vulnerable stuff. I don't want to use too floofy a language, but you know, stuff that they usually wouldn't share with somebody at their work or whatever, right? Necessarily. Then and and if the other guys weren't ridiculed, didn't make fun of him for it or call him weak or gay or whatever, then like he, other guys would feel comfortable sharing as well. And what I discovered is there's a real fear that's like has been beat into men, myself included, around sharing these things because we don't want to be perceived as weak. Right. Typically, we're the providers and all that, you know, traditional nonsense. But like, it, it's real for me. I got made fun of so much anytime I'd share my feelings from like my dad to my brother to like, you know, kids at school, kids on my hockey team. And then growing up, it wasn't even received that well by guys or girls. So even me with like a really healthy partner who's good with, my emotions and who can can support me in those ways when I need it. I still feel fear when I'm about to express that to like these things to a friend or my partner. Gotcha. So I noticed that we had to disarm that. And the easiest way to do that was just to lead by example. So I would plant, I'd make sure that the guy who's going first in like the mastermind circle had a more sensitive personal matter to get into that was really relatable to the guys. So not, so not I'm in a child custody battle because like a lot of guys couldn't relate to that, but some relationship thing or some like breakup thing or some little addiction thing. Yeah. And because in the circles where I didn't do that, guys would just talk about business fluff. Nobody talk about anything real. So yeah, I had to come out of the gates with like a strong because it would make the make the guys feel safe and then they'd all share. Right. And you that was safe one, the, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and sorry, the, the, last, the last thing I was going to say is that's probably the most touching thing I've taken away from running men's groups is that I realized it doesn't matter if a guy's a 300 pound biker bro with tat tattoos in a gang or a guy who's calling you from jail, which we've had, or a guy, a super powered investment banker that's making a couple million bucks a year in Shanghai. Like all guys actually do want to share what's on their mind. They're just scared to. But if you set the environment properly, then they will. And I find that awesome. That is awesome. And it, it's not, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of a shame that it takes that um, it it takes almost you to go through all those steps to get to that point. But yeah. it, it's it's you know that's the result of our whole lives growing up as guys. You know, yep. from um, 
you know, what we see on TV, movies and, and magazines, you know, portraying what, you know, the prototypical man should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, that's not really real life and realistic. Right. So, but, so it's, it's, it's encouraging that you can create that environment and guys will embrace it. Um, you know, because I think that's important. It's like, uh, it's like group therapy. And um, so like, how many different groups do you run? Well, I was running all the groups in men's, in men's. So, uh, so back to my story. So I sold that last men's group business and like, and like took a couple of years off to focus on some health stuff that I was going through. Um, I had trouble working and I had to, had to step away from it. But then, then I decided that I wanted to do it again, just for every, every guy and make it more approachable. So we started doing the online things through men's, men's group.com. So it just started a year and a half ago and it was just me. And I thought if I can sell 10 guys on the internet, then this thing will be a success. And now we're up to, you know, we have some like 30 groups going on every two weeks or more, actually more like 40. So yeah, we, we have, you know, we have over 10,000 guys in our community and it's constantly drew groups going. We have like men's teams, which are like where we put you in a team with guys going through similar things and you meet every two weeks. And then we also have a bunch of drop-in groups so like uh, around specific topics, like we have a divorce and breakup group, an ending relationships group, a saving relationships group where your guys can just get together and share what they're going, share, share their experiences and hear from other guys who are going through similar things. So how does this work? Mensgroup.com, like go, go through it with me. Walk, walk me through like I'm new, to, I'm new to it. I'm listening yeah. to this podcast and I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of, I'm kind of digging this. I want to check it out. I go to mensgroup.com and what happens? Yeah. So we want to make it as approachable as possible because that was my big issue with other men's groups out there is I'd see my friends who were going through breakups or whatever divorces and they, they like wouldn't join a men's group. And I was like, why not? It makes so much sense to go and talk with other guys that have been through it. Like they'd express that they don't have anybody to talk to but they wouldn't go to a men's group. The thing that was holding them back was the, the kooky cheesy stuff that's wrapped around most men's groups that is a part of the stigma, you know, like, um, de- emotional exercises, kumbaya, crying circles, uh, going out in the woods and getting naked, First Nations talking sticks and chanting, like um, spiritual ceremonies. And so I was like, guys don't need that. They just need to talk. So um, yeah, I don't come to, to men, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, you don't necessarily need to get naked. I mean, I grew up playing hockey, so I'm cool with that. Like, right. I, <laughs> I don't mind getting naked with the boys, but uh, after a hockey game or something. But uh, yeah, it's it's not. That's not what I'm looking for. And sure, maybe some guy, that's exactly what he needs. But most people, that's not what they need. They just need to talk about whatever is right in front of them on their minds. I was, I was at a, just a side story. I was at a men's group once. And this is what convinced me to do mensgroup.com. And I attended this group here locally where I live. And I was all excited. And then the coach spent the first hour like talking about these pictures of hearts that he had created, talking about this concept of the heart and how to live and stuff. And that's cool. But like the guy beside me who was like, you know, he's, he's in his sixties. He looked like he was about to like, he was about to explode. He was about to die. And I was like, Oh, this guy, this guy looks like he's struggling. Turns out he just watched his dad get pulled over the side of a fishing boat in their family fishing boat in a net. And he drowned to death. And this guy just needed to talk about it. Meanwhile, the coach is up there talking about hearts and shit. So, you know, I was like, Oh, this is ridiculous. I need to, I need to do this properly how I'd want to do it. So yeah, you come to men's group, you were just like, hey, you want to have a chat with the guys, you can do that. 
Um, you basically enter your email that, you, that way you can get access to one of our discussion communities for free. You can check out one of our men's groups for free, see what it, that's like. And then if you like it, then you can pay to be a part of our self-improvement community, which is like discussion forums, uh, lots of drop-in groups, men's teams. Um, and basically the whole premise behind it is just like, uh, how are you going to overcome this challenge that you're facing alone? when you've never been through it before. Like it's kind of an unreasonable thing to expect of yourself. And all the research shows that like, if you getting around the right people will help you overcome your challenges faster and make you feel better and it'll make the journey a lot more enjoyable. And the opposite is true as well. If you, if you have negative influences in your life, people who aren't supportive of the personal changes you wanna make, that's six times more det detrimental than a person who is supportive. Yeah. So it really speaks to the power of community and getting around the right people. So that that's the whole premise behind what we're doing. Power of community is huge. And, and that's yeah. why I love what you're doing, because that's what I do with my divorce coaching. I, I, I have a group program, um, yes. you know, that centers around empowering yourself with information and community. And, you know, my whole mantra, if you want to call it that is you're not alone. Right. And yeah. and that's so important to know that you're not alone. Um, you know, if you're dealing with an issue, odds are, well, I could almost guarantee you that somebody else is dealing with that same issue. Um, but yes. even if not, you know, having that support, healthy support of others um, to lean on and, and, you know, help you get through it is so important. Um, and so I love it. I, I, I love it. And I think guys need to embrace it. Um, and let me know, we got a couple minutes left, but I, I wanted to get your thoughts on. I got time, by the way, I'm on this. I don't know. I have, I'm very busy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Big city guy. Hey, I get it. The Americans are always running around doing all the things. Right, they're always doing something. Uh, but <laughs> I wanted, I, I wanted to ask you, I've noticed um, because I have a Facebook group, uh, you know, that's free to everybody going through yeah. divorce and stuff. And, and I created that as a, it's really a, a, a self-driven community. I pop in from time to time, but it's mainly self-governed. Um, and I police it, but you know what I mean? And so, but, and guys and in different groups on Facebook, um, I always find like the guys seem to the level of anger. is just more, uh, apparent than, than women, women have their own, mm -hmm. uh, interesting things going on a lot of time and it's not one or both, but you know, like guys, I find that they 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 want to just be angry and then they find other angry guys. Yes. And I think that's like what you were referring to before, right? When you, you get the wrong support group in the wrong community, it brings you down the wrong path. Right. It's how do you how do you manage that? And and do you find that like if you get angry people who come in to one of your groups, like how do you how do you handle that? It's a great question. And the anger thing is is um really simple with regards to why it's happening. Like after running these men's groups for so long, like, I think it's just because that's an emotion that we were told is okay to express when we were growing up. Like when I was playing hockey, if I got mad, that was a good thing. But if I express anything else, even joy, that would be shunned or at least put pushed down, you know? So like, I think for a lot of guys, the default is anger. And what I found in my own life is when I've been cheated on, when I've gone through significant breakups and stuff like that, I'm very angry about it. And if I move that energy physically, 
like I had, a, I had a wise friend tell me once in a men's group that I should go get a punching bag after I got cheated on. And like every time I'm anger, angry, move that physical energy because behind it, there's actually another emotion that anger is just a cap right. for our emotions that like sits on top of the real stuff. Sure enough, when I go and hit that punching bag, uh, I'd go and sit down and breathe for a bit after because I'm out of shape mostly, but also because I wanted to feel my feelings. And like, sure enough, there'd be sadness there. And I was like, that's interesting. I was just feeling anger. Now I'm feeling sadness. Like I, I had to get through that cap. And it seems like guys need to move that energy to be able to like get into what they're actually feeling. But what, what I've found in the men's groups is that I don't know. I, we're, I think we're a little bit lucky because the really angry guys seem to seem to gravitate to those really angry communities like red pill and men going their own way and these kinds of things in cell. There's all these communities of guys that are just bitter and just don't like, are just angry at women. And there's, you know, this, this, the second wave feminism, third wave feminism, however you want to define it is similar. It's very like anti-men. Um, so how we handle that is I'm lucky because we don't attract a lot of those guys. So that the primary like culture in our group is we're going to talk through things and we can point out when somebody's being unreasonable. And so we do that in a loving way, not our coaches or facilitators, but the other guys will say, Hey, you know, I understand why you're angry, but like, I don't hear you taking responsibility for your side of it here. Or right. what are you, what are you doing to move that anger? Like it's reasonable to be angry if you've just gone through a divorce and you're getting taken to court or whatever, but right. like, what are you doing? How are you taking responsibility for that feeling? How are you going to manage it moving forward? So we, we have a real like nuts and bolts productive approach on our end. And then, but, but if somebody doesn't listen, I mean, I'm sure you, you must have some policies or guidelines. Like if somebody doesn't adhere to the group rules, do you remove them or how does that work? Yeah, we've been in very rare circumstances. We've had to remove guys. We had one guy who was just so seething with anger after divorce. Um, and just like you could see, he's just so stuck in his victim narrative. And sure enough, I'm sure he, it sounds like he was hard done by luck. I don't, I don't discredit that, but like he, he, every conversation, he just brought it back to him. And so, yeah, that's somebody who was impacting the value for the rest of the group and our priorities to prioritize the community and for everybody to have a chance to learn and grow. And so like, yeah, we had to remove them, but we've only had to do that in like, you know, out of thousands and thousands of people, we've only had to do that maybe like two or three times. That's great. And it was only, it was only once for anger. So I think that's a big part because of the culture. Like, again, it speaks to the power of the community. We have a culture that's very like introspective and taking responsibility for yourself and like gently pointing out where people are being unreasonable. And so like, we don't get a lot of, like, I think guys fall in line because, because we have a good, healthy culture, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's yeah. power in numbers too. You know, they're, they're like, oh, this isn't that type of community. And they either like that and embrace it or they'll go somewhere else. Yeah. So do you get a lot of that in your Facebook group? You see a lot of anger? I, I, it's something I've seen, uh, not so much in my Facebook group, but, and I have a zero tolerance policy. Like if any man, woman, if you start, um, being offensive in any way um, that I think is offensive, then you're out. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. The, I, I, I'm really intent on making it a safe, safe, supportive place for people, right? So, Us too. yeah. But in other groups that I've I've seen, um, yeah, it's like there's a lot of anger out there, um, and it just seems more. It's more. Uh, I don't know. Apparent in the men than the women. The women, um, for the most part, have it's like a different dynamic. You know, it's. Uh, victim 
playing playing the victim and, and you know there's definitely anger there too but with the men it's it's really like blatant and yeah they're like locked in anger and that's their primary experience there's women's flow between anger sadness a bunch of bunch of other things yeah i've noticed the same thing and i think that's just again a, a result of like men being told they're not allowed to feel other things you know right yeah and it's like they're it's it's like they're uh they're crying out for help but they don't know how to do it they don't know how to ask for help and yeah. um and so that's why i love what you're doing with men's group uh dot com and and so tell everybody where they can find you i mean that's men's it group. men's group just men's group.com that's it yeah i this isn't about me and my personal social media handles you know it's just like it's just come come to men's group throw in your email there you can check out one of our men's groups for free just to see if like yeah, if it's a, if it feels okay to you, most most of our people have never never done anything like this before. They're guys where this is, this is their first foray into this kind of stuff, and um, and so yeah, you can come in, you can check out the community, you can check out the, and and if you like what you see, then you can be a part of our our real uh, community, which is guys that are really committed to overcoming their challenges and growing and supporting each other, and it's it's a real supportive environment in there. So I, I, I yeah, I encourage. But I encourage um, anybody who's listening to just reach out to one of these tools, whether it be like Jason's, you know, group or his coaching, or maybe it's a certain podcasts or books or anything. And men's groups would be within that as well. Just like pick a tool and try it out. Men's group is a good one. It's just a tool to help you overcome whatever, you know, you're, 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 you're facing. It's just like going to mechanic when your car breaks down, you know, it's nothing different. Um, and I've seen that winners, access tools when they hit challenges that that's that's what a winner does they don't run from their feelings and avoid it they like go and you know uh fix the problem so um yeah if, you, yeah. if that sounds interesting to you you can check us out at mensgroup.com no and it, like like i say and i sound like a broken record sometimes but you know it's it is what it is it's important like community yeah. you got to know you're not alone out there and it's just um invaluable to have the right people around you to help you get through these tough times in life. And divorce is one of the most traumatic times that you go through in life. Um, so, um, mm. Sean, thank you very much. I so appreciate you having, having uh, you on to talk about this and exposing this resource because I think there's a lot of people out there who might and should benefit from uh, checking it out. Can I say one last thing, Jason? I'm sorry, no. but you touched yeah, my key point there. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got to end this. Really simple. I see a lot of guys struggling with divorce because a lot of guys focus so much on work and being a provider for their families and other things they have going on that they don't build community. They don't invest in that. And then when something like a divorce happens, they realize they're putting all their emotional needs and all their, all their intimate needs on their partner. And like, that's a really bad place to be, you know, like you need support pillars outside of your romantic partner. So I see guys, especially suffering through divorces in, in large part, because, they don't have the support pillars in place beforehand or during. So like, yeah, if, if you're a guy and you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're about to go through divorce or you're going through divorce, like find something that, you know, cause yeah. um, that isolation is killer. No, absolutely. Um, and it, it, it comes full circle to the fact that you're not alone, you, you know, especially no. in divorce. I mean, so common. if, if you don't know anybody directly going through a divorce, somebody you know does i mean it's that unfortunately it's that common but um you know everybody's been touched by divorce in some form or fashion i feel like and so um yeah that that help is is so much it's so readily available for you and um yeah go find it yeah thank awesome, you for Jason. saying that
Thank you. Yeah, really appreciate what you're doing, man, and, and, and keep up the good work here. All right. Thank you, Sean. I enjoyed that conversation very much. You know, again, it's not about the gender. It's about being part of a supportive community of others who are empathetic, sympathetic, and supportive uh, of what you're going through and helping you move forward each and every day to your ultimate goal, which I think for most people, especially going through divorce, is finding true happiness. Am I wrong? All right. Now, if you're looking for help with your divorce, check out my website, jasonlavoy.com. I do offer, like I said at the beginning, a group uh, divorce coaching program, Divorce You. It's a monthly membership program. I also do one-on-one divorce coaching. be happy to talk with you more about that. If you're interested, hit me up, jason at jasonlavoy.com to learn more about that. Also, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. It's free and you'll get all new episodes when they come out and you'll be automatically notified as a subscriber. And also, if you want, please leave a kind review on the iTunes. That's it for now, everybody. See you in the next episode.